Welcome back to the Nethercast, the big episode 50. I am Black Cyborg, joined as always by Shad. Thanks for remembering. Temporary username, Shadaloo, and Razor's Edge. And joined by a special guest, My name's Shad now. Sir Redman. For the very first time he's joining us, Shad. at least here on the Nethercast. Shad, Lou, whatever. Alright. So, Redman, how you doing? Doing alright. Good. How are you? Yeah. It's good to do alright. I'm getting sent things. This is your first time on Nethercast. You've had, we've had you before on other things, but this is the first Nethercast you've done. We'll be gentle. Yeah. As we right. go into that <laughs> long, long good night. Anyways. Okay. So we have Redman on here, actually, because one, he's just a cool dude, and two, because he's played the beta, so we wanted to get thoughts from somebody that's gotten their hands on it. So we're going to go into it. We're going to discuss it. We're going to give some impressions. I imagine Temp has watched all the streams, have you? A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mostly so, reading, honestly. I haven't, I've been reading the analysis and stuff. Sure. All right, well, cool. We'll we'll get into that. But first, first, make sure you like us, subscribe, follow, leave us that five-star review. Uh, what other things? Uh, 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 um, video response? Video, do they still do video responses on YouTube? I don't know. Do they? I don't I think so. Aware, I don't think I that's maybe. a thing anymore. Follow us on Instagram. Make sure you keep checking for us. You can join, actually, a real thing that exists, uh, except for all those other things, is the closed Facebook group. It's not the page. You can like the uh, the Nethercast page on Facebook, but if you want to interact with us and discuss with us, as well as all the other listeners in our own little private forum engagement, so to speak, we have a closed Facebook group if you just... Uh, try and join that. I'll go ahead and approve you, and that way we keep it a little bit more closed off, so not just anybody randomly is joining it. So just go ahead and do that. Ask to join. We'll approve you, and we have a nice little community of about 50 people that post regularly there, so that's pretty cool. Come join us and discuss the game with us and all the news bits as they come out. So there is that, uh, but let's get into the actual stream here before we keep promoting and shilling our stuff. Um, so the stream... Key things that we learned, we'll kind of go one by one here, but the first off is that the initial roster... Are you done? Are you done wrestling your microphone? Yes. Good. <laughs> it's like Django's first time. You remember Django's first time and he has phones going off? Oh my gosh. Man, I remember the first time I wrestled my microphone. At least it's not the guy that was peeing in the bucket. Just... Just didn't know what to expect. Had no sense of direction. It just sort of happened. I was a very, very young man. And, yeah. All right. Just keep an open space. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive right into this then. And like I said, the initial roster apparently for Injustice Two is going to be larger than any initial roster for any NRS game. So that would cover MK Nine, MKX, as well Injustice One. 
So if you count Kratos, that would be 28 and MK9, which I feel you should count Kratos. So that would give us at least a starting roster of 29 characters. So it gives a little bit more credence to the 31 roster spots on the website, which could have just been a random number placeholder that they put in there. So we don't really have that to truly go by. But even if we get 29, that's pretty damn good in my opinion. Feel free to jump the in. 29 the is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that so tw- and as far as the leak list goes, that confirmed 29 characters. Is that right? I don't I don't know. Well, I, uh... Let me double check. Okay, well, this There's isn't good podcasting. Reveal. A small interpretive <laughs> dance to entertain our audience during this lull in the action. I might be counting the hands, I'm sorry. All right, so let's just continue rolling until we get that definitive answer. But, yeah, so at the very least, we're getting 28 if they don't count Kratos. So that, that's already within what I was expecting. I was expecting around 28 to 30, so I was hoping for. So the fact that we're at least getting 28 itself is really cool. If we get 29, even better. Um, so I'm already stoked for that, even if it is just 29. But if we get 31, to me, that's tremendous. That's more than I would have ever even expected. I'm, yes, I'm going to believe yeah. that the number of slots on the website isn't just a placeholder, that it is going to be 31. Okay. I just wonder if Darkseid will be one. Yeah, I would, ima- yeah I would imagine Darkseid would be part of the 31. And I don't see that changing from the Gorom um, DLC shtick from MKX. Yeah, I, I mean, this is just this is just sort of like the natural way that things go when you're advancing in games across a platform generation, you know? Yeah. Like, think of the PS2 era of games, Deadly Alliance to Armageddon. Roster just kept on getting bigger and bigger, obviously. So I see no reason to doubt that things won't be the same this time through. Sure. All right, so we have the initial roster there. One, one important fact about the initial roster is said the main roster is unlikely to feature any dlc characters from injustice one so that already rules out i mean it's unlikely he didn't say that they absolutely for sure won't make it but he said it's unlikely so that means at most we're maybe getting one of them and that Mm. that in itself is unlikely but that that already crosses out martian manhunter zatanna lobo batgirl zod scorpion and who am i forgetting I forget anybody, that's six. I think that was it. Okay, so yeah, we got six characters, and, that makes sense. And again, we kind of have a precedent for that. He did say that no DLC characters from 9 would be DLC characters in 10, and that turned out to be pretty true, didn't it? Sure. I mean, he yep. is yeah. yeah, he is reasonable about sticking to those types of claims. So say we don't get Martian Manhunter, Zatanna, and then the rest. I mean, we didn't expect Scorpion to come back. Most of us didn't expect Zod to come back. Batgirl and Lobo were kind of on the fence. I didn't really think they were likely, but they're not necessarily unlikely. But the most surprising easily has to be Martian Manhunter and to a slightly lesser extent Zatanna. So thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, go on. I'm not surprised Martian Manhunter is not coming back. I I said this last episode, but both... DC, as a... Warner Brothers in general, uh, across all of their platforms, for the past like five years, has just been shitting on John Jones nonstop. So to say he's not coming back, it's just business as usual to me. And I I hate it because I love Martian Manhunter, but it is what it is. But after that fan out, is the one that really bums me out. You'd think that there'd be like some sort of recognition 
for the legacy of, if nothing else, the DCAU and how much it ingrained the notion of that form of the Justice League being somewhat definitive for an entire generation of people who are probably growing up now and playing this game, but nope. You, you would Not to shit that. on them, but Jesus, but man, people speaking, like Manhunter. Historically speaking, you would think that, but That's, within you know, the actual comic book company, I have, you know, you know, Marvel, when they have a thing out there in on TV or in the movies, they're always quick to bring it into the comics. DC almost never does. Like, so Teen Titans was like a decade ago. And most people only know the Titans through that show. They had no idea that Starfire, Raven, and Cyborg were even characters that existed before then. And yet the comics never made Starfire and Raven more like they are in the show until, like, the past year. And it's it's been really frustrating because, honestly, in the comics, those characters have spent a long time sucking, and if they had been more like they are in the show, they would have been better. Honestly, don't know who they hate more, Manhunter or Captain Marvel. It's probably Marvel. I'm bummed I mean, about they, both. See, I don't think they hate Captain Marvel. I think I think they have trouble finding a niche for him because he is so similar to Superman. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't say they hate him because I mean, maybe in the comic sense, but why would they make a movie for him if they don't like the character? If they're just trying to get well, rid of this I, character it, and they're just trying to yeah, bury him to in the past. Yeah, see whether or not this actually becomes a Black Adam movie or not. No, it's been I announced that it's going to be a spin-off. Yeah. They're making two movies. One is an actual Captain Marvel movie, and then the one after that is something that has Black Adam in it as well. Yeah, it's just a spinoff because it's going to be The Rock playing him, so obviously they're going to want to run with that. But I don't know, bringing it I back to... You, I guarantee you that that Captain Marvel movie is going the way of the upcoming Aquaman game. Cancelled. I doubt that. Cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. I I really doubt that. Cancelled like a Boba Fett video game. Uh, slash movie. Nope. Slash anything. Okay. As as someone who actually like pays attention to the writers and editors and reads interviews and stuff, as as far as the, the behind the scenes of DC Comics goes, I happen to know that Jeff Johns, who has maximum control right now over both like his, his actual position at Warner Brothers is the chief creative consultant on all adaptations. So he's almost certainly a voice that gets to decide things about, like, the roster in Injustice 2. He is a huge Captain Marvel fan. Maybe that's the whole reason that the movie may be getting off the ground, because I came off of ten years of just watching Captain Marvel get just get shit on every single way possible. Like, I mean, when he got lobotomized in Injustice, I laughed. I knew it was going to happen. That was that was not that was not done because of anybody disliking Captain Marvel. In fact, I've said it before. Ed Boon has said his two favorite characters in DC are Flash and Captain Marvel. That was done because Billy is a child and it makes Superman look as evil as possible. It's true. Um, let's bring it back. the best scenes in the game too. But... Let's bring it well, back. Yeah, do you want separate? Well, I'm just gonna say let's bring it back. So thoughts on so we talked about Captain Marvel. Thoughts on and, and Martian Manhunter. Thoughts on Zatanna not making the cut? For me, that oh. definitely 
hurts because I really was looking forward to her in Injustice 1, but I since we kind of missed the boat on Injustice 1, I was really looking forward to her being in Injustice 2. I believe she was pretty high up on my wish list, and she that makes her very unlikely to come back now. So if she doesn't make the main roster, probably not going to make DLC, unless, which I'm going to talk about later, unless they, Redman and I were actually discussing this, maybe they do, since they're bringing legacy characters back from Injustice 1, where they have a lot of the same stuff, but just a little bit added on, so that way they can build a bigger roster, maybe some of the DLC characters, they sell for cheaper, and they're they're basically legacy characters from Injustice 1's DLC, so maybe we have a Zatanna, that's DLC and she's cheaper like two bucks instead of five bucks or whatever what have you and she is just a port over from Injustice 1 with a little bit more polish put on her and some new moves I I would not be disappointed with that but it yeah I don't know I'm disappointed overall if she's not included for sure well I mean to to chime in first of all I, I like having a diversity of character types and I don't feel like we really have a strong mage character. I, I know Do- I know Dr. Fate, okay? I, I know Dr. Fate. It supposedly fills that role, but it's a completely different dynamic. Also, like, six... In theory, the list is right. There's only six women in the game, and that's not very good in my opinion. I think we can do better than that. So, it, to me, that's way worse than Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, I, I know you guys say DC hates him. Uh, I mean, I, I believe that, but God, it's still a bold move, though. Just, I mean, even if they do hate him, even if that's clearly what they want, I still think it's brave of them to, to exclude Martian Manhunter, but I really wanted Zatanna back. I like that character a lot. Yeah, it's definitely definitely disappointing. You were saying, Redman? Uh, it's not really surprising to me, honestly. Considering how she was in gameplay-wise, I think uh, she wasn't used very much in tournaments, and she was pretty awkward to play. So that, on that aspect, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Do you know where she fell on the tier list at all? Sorry, what? Tier list? Do you know where she fell on the tier list? I think she was considered like mid-tier. She was just very awkward to use, but she had some good stuff. Yeah, but you can always reinvent that wheel, in my opinion. I mean, there's no reason every character from Injustice 1 needs to play the same, especially since she was a DLC character. They could reinvent that wheel, put her on the main roster, but... Let's not belabor a point. Let's move on from this. It does. Well, I want to belabor it a little bit because I like Zatanna. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like everyone thought Kenshi was low to mid tier for like the first year he was out, which in retrospect is absolute insanity. I feel like there were shades that Zatanna was going to kind of climb up the ladder, but I was kind of out of the injustice scene by that point. Didn't they? Didn't they give Kenshi major buffs on like the second or third patch? I can't remember to be honest. I feel like they did. I think I feel like that's why he got better because he needed them. That's definitely true of a lot of characters. Uh, Sonya is a classic example of that. Sonya got super good for no reason, um, but I can't remember if Kenshi was in that group or not. Okay, but I'm done belaboring. We can stop belaboring. All right, moving on to the next point was because um, we're getting more DLC characters than we've ever gotten in an NRS game as well, which we already knew that based on the what's been announced for the ultimate edition and all of that so we know we're getting nine dlc characters we don't know if that's the final amount but i'd be kind of surprised if it's not but you never know given that it's not the first time that we got a season one you know or a a season pass and then just more dlc on top of it so it wouldn't shock me if we had the same case in injustice 2 with nrs's game 
if we got nine characters and nowhere does it say you're going to get all dlc for injustice or anything like that in the ultimate edition it just says you get nine characters so there could be additional you know attached to that but yeah so we're expecting more dlc so it could bring up the character roster to around 40 characters um which is impressive 38 if it's 29 and the initial rosters either way that's a damn decent sized roster for this day and age on a on like a 3d 3d modeled game like that so i'm looking forward to that big of a roster that's really cool it leaves a lot of room for more obscure characters and that's another point i wanted to mention here is ed boone did say that they are definitely going to be there's definitely going to be a lot more obscure characters in this game they with injustice one wanted to tackle more of the the main iconic characters of the dc universe but with this one they're leaving some of those characters out in favor of more obscure characters so they want to go in that direction which we've already started to see you got your blue beetle you got your gorilla grod you got your atrocitus <clears throat> so we're starting to see those characters that maybe not be triple a characters or the a-listers or the characters that you most associate right when you think of the DC franchise. But we're starting to get some of those fan favorites put in there. And we could see that trend continuing. Obviously, we got Poison Ivy. We get like a Dr. Fate in there. If we get um, I... Swamp Thing, etc. We're definitely seeing more of that trend. I think we got to like work on that definition of obscure. Because like right now, you're going from triple A to everyone else is obscure, man. I don't know. Poison Ivy... If... Odds are, if they're like a starting class Batman villain, I give them at least B class. You tell no, me obscure, I, I think of like members of the Suicide Squad, like Bronze Tiger. That's what I think of when I think of obscure. I agree with I you. Hope. I'm going off of what their <laughs> their terminology here. I'm not saying those characters, they're certainly not obscure to me. I don't think Poison okay. Ivy is considered obscure in the DCU. To me, a Doctor Fate might be borderline obscure because your average your average fan isn't going to know who Dr. Fate is unless they actually read DC comics or watch the animated series. I don't think your average fan knows who that is. He's not, whereas a poison Ivy, a Bane, um, who else? Like see blue beetle, in my opinion, is one of those borderline characters too. I don't think, I don't think many think of him when they immediately thinking of, if you walk up on the street that has any sort of general knowledge of comic books, mainly their, their knowledge is based on who's been in movies and I doubt many people are going to know who Blue Beetle is right off the top of their head or Dr. Fate is. But with that said, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. I think even Ed Boon corrected himself during that same statement where he said, not necessarily obscure, but, and then I, I can't remember what his his definition he used or how he defined them. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm in complete agreement. I don't think of them as obscure. When I think of obscure, I think Granny Goodness or something like that. That is obscure. <laughs> Who was already deconfirmed, yes, much yes. to my great displeasure. <laughs> Fuckers, you just cost yourselves $10. I would have bought that. <laughs> Something's wrong with you if you don't respect Granny. I yeah. think I would, I too would be attracted to the idea of Granny goodness in a fighting game. I think that design is so out there and so weird that it's almost, I don't know, weird is attractive sometimes. I think that's a good example. Not to say Granny goodness is attractive, it is, but... It is a great example, and you know what, man? People want to talk about diversity in this here gaming age of ours. When the fuck do old ladies get representation in fighting games? You know what? Granny goodness should be our Fujin cause this time through. You, you gotta love a female character who's voiced by Ed Asner. <laughs> you don't want to make her the Fujin cause because you want a cause that actually succeeds, so maybe make her the Tremor cause. I know, I know. It'll never happen, but... 
Uh, he, they also deconfirmed Space Ghost. That bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That would man, been... Space Space Ghost is a different story. He don't need this game. Space Ghost can have his own <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> Sell twenty five times better than Did Justice Two ever. We'll tell you that. People love Space Ghost. I'm kidding. But yeah, um, moving on from that. Um, so. That pretty much covers most of the stream kind of reveals or discussion. I mean, they did reveal Robin, so he's probably worth discussing here for a little bit as well. Thoughts on Robin? I already did my own video, which you guys can go check out, so you already got my reaction, so I'm going to let everybody else chime in here. What are your thoughts on Damian Wayne's Robin trailer? I think he looks good. What do you got? Uh, looks, gameplay-wise, kind of like the bastard child of Scarlet and Deathstroke kind of hate the base outfit more swordplay than i was expecting which is good if you know you gave me damien and he's just using a staff i think there might be something wrong but yeah it's actually it's a really really good idea to introduce damien as a main character off the bat in the starting roster in this game robin's change with the seasons and it's good to give him this kind of exposure i guess we're always gonna miss dick grayson and unless they give us you know black lantern dick or something but Actually, I'm curious comic, to see like, what kind of outfits they're going to go with him. In the comic adaptation, after he died, he became the new Dead Man. Seriously? Yeah. Again, Spoilers. $10. $10 they could oh. have from me. Nice. Hemp and I are reading through these, damn it. I know we're about five years too late, but damn it. We haven't gotten to that part yet. Sorry. Sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really care about Damien, so it doesn't really matter too much, but still, damn it. Now I'm going to be looking for that to happen. Anyways. Guys, the, the, the Injustice comic, it's good. People tell me it's very good. I should read this thing then, yes. That's not what I heard. <laughs> okay. no, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Did he die in Injustice, or are we talking about his death okay, in so, the actual comics? So volume, or uh, year one of the comic has the worst art I've ever seen. But oh. All right, well, we don't need your whole damn <laughs> retrospective well, I'm, I'm on just, it. Just of years two and three are worth reading, and then in four and five, it kind of goes downhill. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. I, can you answer That's the question? Re- when you're referring to Damien dying in the comics, are you referring in the Injustice universe, or are you talking Not about... Damien. Dick. Dick. I mean... Okay, yeah. we did... Okay, we got the, to that the, part. The, I thought you were I talking about separate Damien. separate your dicks from your birds, my friend. What? Your dicks from your birds. You can't your fit your a body. penis into a bird. I guess it depends on what type of bird. Now part. you're hearing what you want to hear. No, I'm literally talking about what you're talking about. He, he was talking about men named Richard. Do you know how hard it is to stuff. fit a damn penis into a pelican? I mean, uh, <laughs> um... yeah, it's hard when you're working with dicks. I'll stop now. All right. Anyways, let's move on from that. Um, any other thoughts on Damien Temp? You want to weigh in here? Um, I, I like the hood. Uh, the face is a little weird. Again, it feels like a different face because I am. Me and Smokeman have argued about this a lot, but I actually like Damien, his design in Justice. I like the whole long hair, the crow. It's very like Screamo. I, I actually really dig it. Um, his face expression looks a little strange, a little distracting. Uh, I'm I'm not a really big Robin fan. I'm a really big Jason Todd fan, but I'm not really a big Robin fan. Uh, I'm not I'm not anti Robin. Like I I really like I really like uh, Dick Grayson in the Batman the animated series. Yeah. I could not finish the da- the Son of Batman movie. I actually really don't like that movie. Um, it, just tonally was really off to me. But what's up, Razor? Although all of the um, 
all of the animated movies they've made since they switched to adapting New 52 stuff have not been good. It's Bruce Tim isn't working on them anymore is the thing. But There's... in the comics, Damien is a much better character than he is in those cartoons. Well, thought Batman was also kind of the problem in that show or that movie. Just, uh, just totally, it felt very off. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It almost felt like an '80s throwback movie where the guy has to take care of a kid and he's like a businessman. He's not used to dealing with children. It almost had that vibe going for it, <laughs> uh, like a like a Clifford kind of vibe. It's it was really weird. But anyway, um, yeah, I, mean, I don't really have much of an opinion. I'm happy for Django. I mean, I, I too would have liked. Uh, a non-Damian Robin. It doesn't really even matter which one. I would have been okay with Tim Drake. I would have been okay with Dick Grayson. I would have preferred uh, Dick, honestly. Well, I like Nightwing better than Robin. That's the thing. I actually like. I'm I'm a big Teen Titans fan, and I like I like Dick Grayson as Nightwing better. So, Dick Grayson I, is very much Nightwing to me. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And there's an, and, there, and, and there's, there's an argument to be made that if they wanted to be extra ballsy, this will asterisk never fucking happen. But for any of us who actually read Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin series, there was a fucking argument out there for Dick being Batman as well. Again, yeah, never happened. Dick but is actually my favorite Batman. <laughs> everyone, everyone loved that that run. Honestly, ha having some sort of alternate Dick Grayson Batman here with like Damien as a main character would be worth it for the dialogue alone, probably. Huh? But but they'd have to set the whole thing in a different universe. Yeah, I know. Needs its own game, but really, does really does. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, in short, it, it it's good. It's not bad. You know, I I like the overall design. Okay. Yeah, I liked a lot of the stuff with the sword play. I just I like how they made him kind of a fan with the sword behind him. I believe somebody said like an anime style in the chat. Um, I I like that, and I just I like the overall what he does. I like his little tricks with the. Like the almost like firecracker looking things, just little explosions across the ground, tripping up the opponent. I like throwing the batarang behind the opponent and then choosing when he teleports it looked like because he waited for Deadshot to kneel down and start shooting to activate the teleport, which just looked really, really cool. It's just very stylish. The character looks like a lot of fun. I... Some of it actually does remind me of Takeda, to be honest with you. Yeah, there no, are I like think... small flavors of Takeda in there. Absolutely, I think Django's really, really gonna like Damien. Um, I hope for his sake there is an alternate version with a staff that can be Tim Drake, because I know I'm pretty sure Django chooses Tim Drake as his Robin. He does like Dick for Nightwing, of course, but and there's Dick in general. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Can we just go by a Richard rule or something? No. Grayson's fine. Nobody calls him Richard. Do Grayson. We go by what the comics does, and you got to exploit the shit out of that dick. Anyways. Okay, so let's move on from Robin. Yep, and... Learn to love Dick. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm watching the gameplay right now, and you see Takeda. I'm really seeing, like, Scarlet and Deathstroke here. No, you're right. Well, it was the right. ground explosives. He even has the little flipping slices yeah, like yeah, Deathstroke had in Injustice 1. But, yeah. Um, let's move on to the beta then, because that pretty much covered it for the stream. Other than the fact that, well, I guess let's, it, it kind of, it bridges the gap here. So the last question they answered was that the beta codes were going to go out right after the stream. <laughs> and that you'd be playing this right after the stream. And everyone was so, freaking uh... out and going crazy and just saying how happy they were. And everyone was just losing their crap in the, uh, in the stream. It was very cool. I was at work. I was getting pumped knowing when I got home I could potentially play this. Well, 
here we are two days later still no codes uh they did they did send out some codes but it seems I mean, like some people, people are up there codes we just weren't among them yeah no it seems like it seems it's like the people they case. it seems like the people they did send codes to were the tournament players the people that are on popular websites the people that are on really popular youtube channels and twitch streams it seems like they deliberately sent them to all the people that could basically Provide have the most amount of exposure and press exactly coverage. right which is fine i totally get that approach but why not and i'm not bitter why not give it to the like people like it's the way they presented it i guess that i have a problem with because they essentially they could have just said hey we're gonna send out a wave of codes to popular websites popular tournament players popular youtubers etc and you guys can catch their streams and hear uh, hopefully in the near future, within the next week or so, everyone else, we should start dealing out codes to them as well. But when you say you guys could be playing the game after the stream and this and that, it gets all the randos and all everybody on our level super excited. And yet here we are still waiting, which I'm okay with because, I mean, it's going to last a month or more. So I'm not like feeling like, oh man, I got to get my time in. What what am I going to do? There's only four days left. I still don't have a code. It's not like that. So I do, I'm patient about it. I just think the way they approached it was a little I, bit I, off the mark. See, I've seen on like message boards and stuff, randos have gotten codes too. Sure. So I think, yeah. but you know, those people aren't the people who then say. Commenting, yeah. Yeah, the, you don't. They're you don't playing. Hear <laughs> They're playing doesn't. the game happily. <laughs> the only voices you hear are the people who stream or the people who didn't get code. But how... You're not hearing all the randos who did, so it seems shadier than it actually is. Sure, but when did when did you guys sign up? I signed up within like the first forty minutes of those things going up. Uh, what? It, well, it depends. What time did it go up? It was early in the day. I don't even remember at this point. But... Well, I woke up at like three p.m., so I can't. I can't even complain. Yeah, I, I think I was a few hours late to it. It's still like I signed up like three minutes after it went up. And yeah, I still didn't get. One. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's how they pick. Yeah, I think. It's, I don't. I, I don't think they have some kind of timer attached to when you signed up that they know who got there first anyway. It's not like a queue. I think it's just, <laughs> they've got all these pages of email addresses and they picked at random. It still seems odd to me because I follow a lot of the top players on Twitter and, and they uh, all got them. Just well, about I mean, every they, they one of them. Sure those guys got them, yeah. and then they picked at random. Yeah, I think that's what Cyborg was saying. It's just the way that they presented it to make well, it I like, oh, you can play immediately running, after. When you're running a marketing machine, you have to make sure those guys get copies too. Yeah, for sure. I want them to but... suffer just like us. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't get the word out about whether or not no, the I game know. is. Good. I know. I I get it. I uh, did not try because trying the for losers. <laughs> also, I heard that like it was like U.S. residents only, and like people in Canada were just straight up bucks. So. It's actually Man. North America only, isn't that Canada? No, like I seriously heard it was like U.S. only, and like no one from Canada was eligible. I thought it was North America. Maybe I could be wrong. I should be hearing like I, think, I should uh... be hearing somewhere it was U.S. only. Mm. Somebody Catch should look into the that. UK guy. <laughs> Somebody should look into that. Catch up. It's something the UK got one. Then fuck yeah, it. It, it doesn't you... even it, when you sign up, it doesn't ask where you live. It's All just right, fair put, enough. It, put in a name and an email address. Yeah, it does say... I remember in the actual details page, like the FAQ about it, it said North America. Because I remember thinking that. I'm like, Shadaloo said he was going to like try and get it. 
or something along those lines in the chat. And then I was thinking, oh, that excludes Canada. But then I realized it was North America, which includes Canada. So I, thought so I heard it from shot. you then. All right, that makes sense. But yeah. Um, anyways, so, well, don't worry too much. I signed up like three times. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> one of those has to come through. <laughs> Can we actually... Is it confirmed? Can, can we actually matchmake, or is it just random fucking searches? It's random, random matchmaking. It's just random matchmaking? All right, you guys have fun. But if you find <laughs> each other, which is what I'm going to do as soon as I get a code, I want to like try and team up with Redman. We're just going to keep searching over and over and over. When you get each other, you can keep rematching, because at that point, then you can actually learn the game and trial and error stuff instead of playing against people that are probably just going to keep trying to beat you down, which isn't that fun. But anyways... Well, I did want to ask, Redman, how long did it take you to get a match? Oh, uh, it's very quick. It's like seconds. Interesting. Okay. And it sounds, I'm told the connection is very good. Is that your experience? Yeah, it's very solid. I played for about six hours yesterday, and I only had like a couple lag spikes here and there. Well, I, I can't imagine it's, the servers are strained at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just Billy with his Ethernet or Billy with his fucking Wi-Fi. If, my thought is, if they made MKX run as smoothly as it does now, and they're already saying that this is supposed to be a better version of what they did in MKX because they're always trying to improve, which obviously could just be marketing jargon. But at the same time, I don't understand. Even if they just said, yeah, this is what's in MKX, people would be pretty happy with that alone. But for them to say, yeah, we're doing what we did with MKX, but we're going to try and even improve upon it. That's why we're testing it here. Um, to me, that's a really good sign. Okay, well, I mean, I absolutely agree, and I, I think this game's going to kill it when it comes to the online scene. Um, I do have a lot of boring gameplay questions for Redman, but before we get into that, uh, do you do, Redman, do you want to go over what you think of the characters so far, from yeah, best to worst? just break it down. This I'm sure. is yours. Yeah. All right, well, I'll start out with the legacy characters. Um, so they, they're pretty much, like I was saying earlier, like, they're pretty much ported exactly from Injustice 1, almost. There's a few small changes here and there with, like, strings. Like, Superman's back 2-3 is now a blockable command grab, or um, a couple of Batman's strings don't launch you as far. Um, other than that, they're almost exactly the same as they were. I think if uh, if you main someone in Injustice 1 and they make it in Injustice 2, you'll probably feel right at home, like, once you start um, playing with them. Um... Atrocitus is probably, like... I, I haven't really played with Supergirl at all. Uh, but... Uh, in fighting with Supergirl, uh, she's very annoying uh, to fight with. Well, if you had to give her, like, an archetype, what, is she a zoner? Is she rushed down? Um, a little bit of both. She has, like... Oh, oh that's, perfect. that's awful. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Go on. Yeah. That's what Katana is, is very zony rushdown. I like it. I, I get the impression every time I see footage of Supergirl that she's the everything character, like fucking reptile, and that's just not necessary. <laughs> well, what about the walk, the laser walk? Is that good? Is that useful? Um, well, it does a lot of chip on block, but um, it does take up it takes up her entire trait, uh, but it does build a lot of meter in return as well. So. Well, it looks swag, and I'm, I'm yeah. only using Supergirl because I want to use Power Girl once the game comes out. So that will be my beta character. Um, and in a minute here, I think we're all going to list what characters we want to use for the beta. Um, but I, I, okay, so as far as the characters, like 
do you feel like everyone fits an archetype or are they all mixes like supergirl um no like pretty much everyone's different um atrocitus is very much a zoning kind of character and he also has pressure with dexter uh batman's more defensive but he can also rush down uh superman's kind of all around a very solid character uh, and supergirl like as far as i can tell she has good decent she's kind of you know, not really the master of none, but she's good at everything. Jack of all trades, yeah. Yeah. I'm digging that. Okay. I'm digging that. Yeah, well, I think she would fit your style. Oh, I'm sorry, go on? I was just going to say, I think uh, she would fit Cyborg's style, considering he played a Katana, who was kind of similar. I'd be, in, I'd be in the same boat as Temp, though. If I played Supergirl... It would only be because I would be switching her out for Power Girl. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have boob Ditto. window. Yes. You gotta have boob window, in my opinion. Yeah, no. Um, Supergirl, Power Girl. Um, God, she's, she's got a very definitive design. Unlike Supergirl, who I this rendition of Supergirl doesn't look like any any Supergirl I've ever seen before. But I don't read Supergirl comics, so I don't. I don't know too much about that. Well, before I get into the really like the really intricate gameplay questions. I want to talk about speed. How fast does it compare to the old Injustice, and how does that make it strategically different? Um, it feels kind of like it feels like Injustice One for sure at the base, like in in general it does, but it does definitely does have like a tenth of MKX to it. Like it feels fast and fluid, but not so much where it's just complete rushdown like an MKX. There's still you can still kind of you know zone a bit, but it's not as strong as it was in Justice One, but. Overall, it feels really good to me. Like, did it, did have you tried uh, the the meter dash? Yeah, uh, I keep forgetting it's there. And uh, but as far as I can tell, it is punishable. Like I punished people doing it with like throws. I'm not sure if it's that punishable. I don't know how much recovery it has, but it seems good. It could be very. Shadow, much... you were saying something. Yeah, no, Shadow can go. I just want to know. Like, a lot of people, like myself bitched about how Injustice 1 felt a little bit stiff. Would you say that's still the case? Do the characters feel a little bit more loose and limber? That was my big problem with IG-1, man. Yeah, Didn't feel right. There's still a certain stiffness to it, but not so much. And I think the improved walk speed helps a lot with that, but it definitely still... It, like, I've had certain moments where it feels kind of janky, like my inputs aren't coming out right, or... Mm. I try to go from crouching, I get a special move or something like that. But it's not, it definitely feels better, but All if right. you're looking for, like, the fluidity of, like, uh, MKX, I don't think you're going to find it there. But it is, I, it is better. I, I always felt like a lot of the stiffness with Injustice was um, endemic to the, the engine, that you'd have to overhaul their whole three-button thing. Like, you'd have to go to four buttons and get rid of the heavy if you wanted it to not be stiff. I don't know. I just felt like I was moving a bunch of heavy boxes around when I was when I was running around the screen. <laughs> that, <laughs> I could see. I, yeah. th that was literally it, man. I didn't feel a difference when I was playing Bane versus playing Batman or Grundy or whatever the fuck have you. Everyone just sort of felt the same. Clunky. And mm. that, more than anything else, was why I just could not get into the first game. Again, I'm more than willing, I, to, I'm more than willing to get this another shot. I mean, I'm getting the game for free, so. I believe. I am buying the game for PS4 and Xbox now, so I'll be oh playing Oh my as well. god, here we go. Oh yeah, my I god. know. I, I got Son it. of a I've... gun. Why do you. Okay, yeah. anyways, um, I wanted to. We'll talk about that later. 
after the bonus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's but like seriously, we will. I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, it's just you've been saying this whole time. Not going to oh, do this. Right. And now that you're going to get them both, I'm going to have to get them both because my only justification of not getting them both was because you're not getting them both. <laughs> so now it's just like you voluntarily just drugged me into spending up. more money on this game. And I, was I know it's up. I hate it too. I hate it too, Cyborg. I hate it too. No. Anyways. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Either way. I'm just curious, but, um, okay. So one thing on the movement is when MKX first came out, we barely used the run button. Like we tried to use it, but it just didn't feel as natural as it does now. So my ultimate question is when you, with this roll mechanic or whatever this is, that's supposedly there to speed up gameplay or to get in on zoning and stuff like that. How does that, how does that feel? Do you feel like maybe you just haven't spent enough time with the game to really find its true usefulness and to speed up the combat and make you feel less like slow. Um, Cause you said the walk speed was faster, but is there anything that's just like, if you want to get the jump on your opponent and do it quickly, is that, is that what you need to use to, cause we see Robin running in the trailer. Is that maybe a special, I mean, I know, I know there's no run in the game, but you know what I mean? Like how do you get in on your opponent in a quick enough manner? Cause Going from Injustice 1, I'm kind of in the same boat that Shadowloo had. I didn't dislike Injustice 1 like he did, but at the same time, going back to Injustice 1 after MKX, that was my biggest problem with it, is I just felt very slow. Everything was very, very slow and methodical rather than quick and reaction, like very quick reactions, very quick light on your feet movements that you get with MKX. Like I feel perfect with MKX. So where are we at? Do you feel like the roll mechanic is something that Maybe it's just going to take time to get used to. Because I, I know when we all first played MKX, Temp was like, I don't know about this. I don't like how this is. Doesn't, And then we all really, it started to grow on us, and we all got comfortable with it. Do you feel like maybe that's the case here? Um, I can't really say about the role mechanics, since honestly, I, I keep forgetting it's even, even in the game. I think my opponents do too, because like for the first four hours, I didn't use it once. I completely forgot okay. about it, and then someone did it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So so what happens then? Explain it to me, because I haven't even really seen it in videos. Explain to me what it's there for, what do you have to do to make it work, and, yeah, what exactly is it accomplishing by doing that? Um, Basically, you do uh, you press forward, forward, and uh, the meter bird button, and you do a roll. So it's like I a believe... run. Okay. Uh, kind of, yeah. But it's just a straight roll. You can't like control where you go. I don't know if there's a backwards roll or not. I don't. I'm not sure about that. But uh, interesting. It basically has projectile invulnerability. So if you do that when someone throws a projectile at you, you'll go through it and possibly be able to punish them. I'm not sure, depending on the projectile. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, normal attacks will beat it or if you'll go through them. But it can also cross up, so you end up on the other side. Of the opponent, so, so like they can kind of get mixed roll? up there. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. It's almost like dashing through and smash or something like that. So okay, so making of fighters now. Yeah. So we have we have the roll. Then how far does the roll take you? Are we talking short <clears throat> distance, mid screen, full screen? How far does that thing go? Um, I'm not certain, but when I did it full screen, it will it will you you'll usually end up near your opponent, like really close to them. It goes a good distance can you stop it can. at any point much like in running mk in an mkx if you start oh that'd be sick if you start running and then you start pressing buttons to attack or to do a special does it does it cancel out of the roll like it does with the run in mkx so can you roll and then just immediately start pounding your opponent at the time when you get close enough 
Yeah, I can't really say. Like, I haven't used it that much to really test that. I know I rolled once, and then I, like, threw immediately. I threw the opponent, like, really quickly after my roll, but I don't know if I canceled out of it or not. Okay, because to I'm me... I'm not sure if that's a thing. To me, right now, that roll is important to me because I was not sold on MKX. I was... I've never been somebody that used Run and, and like, uh, Ultimate MK or MK4. Like, Run just never felt natural to me. So, and but I've also never been somebody that really dashes. Dashing to me mm-hmm. is way more difficult to really truly understand to me because it always felt like people that could dash forward, duck, dash forward, duck to get in on somebody. I never really got that technique. I, I understand it, but I, I I understood it, but I could never get the timing down to really benefit from it. Whereas running an MKX became everything. It became why the game felt so fun and fluid and quick and on your feet, and it, it really. I became to use it as I came to use it as a, a tool in my favor. So, do you feel like the role maybe has that potential? Temp, what have you seen from the streams? What are you thinking? I haven't seen a lot. My my main concern was about zoning because zoning was very fun and early injustice, and I think it would have stayed strong. The reason why zoning didn't last too long is not because people quote figured it out. It's because we found out the zoners had all this ridiculous rushdown potential. <laughs> fucking, uh, what? Sinestro had a vortex? Yeah. Uh, a fucking Deathstroke had, like, crazy good, like, footsie range tools. Like, so, it just is one of such a ridiculous fucking yeah. game. I enjoy it. But I, I, I like, I'm like you, Cyborg. I haven't seen the execution much, but I'm very excited about it. Um, and it's meter dependent, so I guess my question would be, how fast are you building meter, Redman? Uh, as far as I can tell, I build meter really fast. I usually have some meter to burn, and um, the, the roll costs one bar, and the um, combo burst thing costs two bars, I think. So you can kind of spare some meter here and there for the roll, at least from what I can tell. But um, When you say combo burst, you're not talking about the wager. You're talking about the air tech thing, right? Yes, the air tech thing. Okay, tell, tell us how that applies in combat. Yeah, what is an um, air tech? Uh, from what I can tell, like, when I do it, um, usually, I, I'm not sure if it's, like, depending on where you are in there. Usually, like, if I get, okay, so say someone does, like, a back three to me and they're going in for a jump in, I can air tech out of their, like, jump in and kind of punish them when they fall, I believe. I think I've done that before and it, uh, I think the use is to get out of a combo, but if they read you, they can punish you when you're in recovery. But you're, you're, you can use it while you're being comboed, right? In that instance, it was more of a defense mechanism. But you, while you're in the combo, you can use the two bars for the air tech? Or is it prior to the combo? I guess that's the part I'm not clear on. I think it's during, it is during the combo, but I think you also have to be in the air. You have to be like being juggled in the air. I don't think if you're being comboed on the ground, you can do that. I'm not. But it's mad recovery if they bait it, though, right? Like if they seems, stop pressing buttons? Yeah, it seems like there is. A decent amount of recovery. So is that replacing uh, the combo breaker? Um, no, wages no, are there still is in, right? Yes. Okay, okay. So the class system is still uh, there for that. Um, okay, so what? I feel more... like it's kind of. I was just gonna say. I think it. I feel like it's kind of like an alternative to a breaker. It's more risky than a breaker, but you can also get advantage off of it. Okay. For the cost of two bars. So. I have one more question on the the roll mechanic since it costs a meter it's got to be pretty useful one could assume right i mean run never cost a meter it had the stamina mechanic which may not be an injustice i'm guessing is no stamina mechanic so i guess ultimately if it costs a meter 
I would really hope that you can roll and then just immediately start attacking because there were so many mind games to play with running an MKX. You run in, are you going to go high? Are you going to go low? Are you going to stop short and do a special? What are you going to do? Are you going to run into a special? So on and so forth. Are you going to catch your opponent when they run? Are you going to you know, read that they're going to run in on you and you do like a fan lift type of thing? So I guess ultimately I'm just curious. I'm really curious about the rule right now and how that works. But you may not have those answers right now, so I'm guessing I'm just really curious about how that plays into the feel of the game. Because I'm, I'm with Shadowloo in the sense that I ultimately I need this game to feel faster, quicker. It doesn't have to mm. feel as fast and fluid as MKX, but it definitely needs to feel like I'm light on my feet. If I feel like I'm just like standing in one spot and I can't, like getting around is difficult no matter what character you play then that really sucks to me because I purposely choose quick characters like Katana because I like to feel like as soon as, you know, if I react last second to like a freeze ball or whatever, what have you, projectile, I need to be able to dodge that even at the last second because I'm so quick at reaction time or whatever. I need to feel like I can jump in time, I can duck in time, whatever I got to do. When I get an opportunity, I can roll in there or dash in there, whatever I got to my, you know, tool set i definitely Mm -hmm. that's gonna make or break the experience for me just to cut it ij1 wasn't it didn't feel slow to me it's it was just the characters and how they controlled that was it sure box factory that's all (laughs) okay well i mean i I see what you're saying walking was slow like walking like if you like count one mississippi two mississippi and watch the distance you actually go forward walking was ridiculously slow over jazam like I didn't even bother walking. I used like most of my like I do one dash, and if I'm a, if I'm not in back two range, then I walk forward until I am in back two range, and then I go for a back two. That that, that was my footsie game in fucking Injustice One, um, and I would teleport from full distance if I knew the zone wasn't going to get to me. So you're you're definitely not wrong about the box factory. Um, I will say I mean, um yeah I, I was just gonna say for Shadow's problem like when I'm playing Superman I can move all over the screen, but when I go to, say, someone like Atrostis, I'm pretty much stuck there unless I want to just risk dashing in. Like, he is that's, slow as fuck. Like, that's kind to... of the way that I would expect things to be more like. Yeah. That's just that... sort of how I felt everyone was in Injustice 1 to some degree or another. Yeah. So yeah. I do feel a clear difference as that's... far as I play. So. That's good. Yeah, it's character variety definitely. Now. Yeah, character variety is key. Because, yeah, if you're playing a big, brutish character... You should expect to move slow unless you're like Doomsday or something. Whereas if you're playing a very quick and nimble character, if you're moving slow, then you just that completely breaks your immersion and makes you feel like worthless and helpless. So I completely get where you're coming from there. Well, I I guess I have really just two primary gameplay uh, questions. Before we get into that, did y'all want to chime in anything else or? No, I mean I covered the main things that have been brought up so far. Um, the role, like I said, is the main thing to me, but until I get my hands on the game and really get a feel for that speed, I have no, I'm not hyped for the gameplay. I'm really just cautiously optimistic at this point until I get my hands on the beta, which is really the only reason I want to play the beta is not to play the game itself, but to really reaffirm where, what I should be feeling going into the release. Should I be super excited? Cause it took a bit for MKX for me to really appreciate the gameplay, um, so I don't expect to feel comfortable right away, but after a couple hours of playing it, I sh- if I don't feel comfortable after a couple hours, 
that's going to be a red flag going into the main game of how excited I can actually get. So yeah, I always lamented there was no demo for MKX because I wanted to start. I wanted to use the run button before I bought the game. I wanted to run before I walked, so sure. to speak. So sure. Okay, well, um, probably the most important general question I have for you, Red Man, is. Right now, we know anti-airs are really good in this game. We also know uh, wake-ups, not safe, or they can be They can be meter burn to be safe, from what I understand, but they're solid. They're, they're very effective. It's not like MKX. Um, so if you look at MK9, how did you get in? Well, you use dash pressure and throws. Uh, in MKX, uh, how did you get in? Well, you did sub-zeroes back too, and that was that. Uh, this game, in, in, going back to Injustice 1, it was kind of a mix of 50-50s, combined with a lot of plus frames like with batman and like with meter burn aquaman and stuff like that yeah so my question is with anti-airs being so good and with all the meter dependency how are you opening up other players because that's going to really determine whether it's a good game or not as if it's 50 50 talent which it doesn't seem to be or if it's smart frame data dependent like rush down gameplay um so far i've not experienced too many 50-50s. Atrocis has a very small one, but other than that, like, I have been getting opened up by, like, Batman because he has such good rushdown still, even in this game, but other than that, I've been honestly trying to open up people with throws. It's been something I've been struggling with, with Superman especially, so I try to go for pressure, and then I'll eventually just have to throw them because I really have no other way other than going for like a low or a meter burn forward three or something like that so that is still something i'm working on but um, i like we'll the sound about of that. then oh, i'm sorry go on Shadow. i like the sound of that i appreciate a game where throws are actually very useful and a central part of the gameplay well throws were butt in injustice one so are throws like a lot better now in injustice two um so far it seems so like I, i'll go for like a pressure string and i'll be plus on block i'll go for a throw or something like that which is something you didn't see that often in uh, Injustice 1, so... Especially with Atrocitus, I've been utilizing throws. Go on. How safe is the mid-range game? Because in MKX, the mid-range game is a fucking war zone. While in MK9, the mid-range game was a lot closer to Street Fighter 4. You could actually hang in the mid-range and go from, like, a dash in, uh, down 4. You can do a back dash and do a back 2 with smoke. How safe or not safe... In uh, Injustice, obviously, the mid-range was, like, a death alley. So, is the mid-range more mid-rangey? How does that feel to you? Uh, I'm not too sure so far. Like, I'll like go if you go for a dash. Can't tell if that was a yawn or uncertainty. Go on. (laughs) It's it's uncertainty. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. So if I'm like mid-screen and I go in for a dash, like more than likely, if they're looking at me, they'll probably be able to punish me. Like dashes still have a lot of recovery, but you can also kind of full screen. You go for a dash and you wait for them to jump or something. Go for an anti-air. It's kind of the same sort of thing as. Injustice 1, but not as bad. I think maybe the role could go into that a bit, you know. That's super fucking interesting, because, I mean, Cyborg, what was the mid-range like against Katana? Do you remember? Like, what happens when you're in jump distance against Katana? You get blown the fuck up, right? What? What With do you Katana, mean like, you're in, like, say you're in jump distance of Katana. What is Katana going to do? That's what happens. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Or, or that's one of a million really bad things that happen. <laughs> Yeah, with are you saying, like, like, what are you, if you're mid-screen from me and I'm playing Katana, what am I going to do? Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm going to try and... Say you're Sub-Zero, I'm either going to try and bait you to slide and then block and then go for it, or I'm going to fan lift you, or I'm going to do the little forward, you know, forward two, and which is her, you know, very long 
very it gives her a nice long reach combo to start there so yeah there's there's definitely options or just running in and going balls to the wall or jump ins of course but yeah yeah it's dangerous the mid range was crazy scary or ass fly which is why flying yeah ass fly was a yeah that's good stuff well that, that's scary everywhere honestly that's not just the mid range you have to worry about ass everywhere against katana so. Yeah. Um, Don't be worried. Okay, well, that answers my first question. Uh, Sonic Fox was saying you're not going to open up anyone unless you do shimmies or throws, and I, I think that will change. But I, I that that makes me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But with the meter dependency, I feel I, I, it sounds like everyone gets plus frames from the meter burning. Is that right? Um, for Atrocitus, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about everyone else, but for Atrocitus, I've been doing the meter burn punch walk, and that's like plus five or so. And I can go for like a down one or something after. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess my final question would be... Um, you said two. Bread and butter. Well, let's go ahead. What's that? <laughs> You're good. You're good. Wait. Oh, nope. Gotcha. All right, well, uh, bread and butters. Right. What? 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 But yes, uh, bread and butters. I felt like bread and butters. Bu- bread and butters. Fuck. I felt like bread and butters felt really sloppy in Injustice One. Very inconsistent. Uh, did they feel the same? Oh uh, yeah, I had a lot of trouble with the processes at first, but once I learned how to do it, I really only have dropped it a couple of times. But with Superman, um, just it's kind of getting used to the entire combo system again and. There is, it feels like there is a bit more delay on like certain moves like back threes, but it's not like once you adjust to it, I think you'll be fine. It does feel pretty consistent to me. Well, it wasn't really the tight links I had a problem with, like doing a back three with Sinestro after doing like a, I think a back one two. Like that stuff didn't bother me. It was just the the juggle deterioration with Shazam. That's what drove me nuts because like on Thursdays my my combo would would work and on Friday my combo would not work and. Um, yeah. And part of that was online, of course, too. But even offline, I feel like my forward, my forward three would not consistently work. My forward, I'm sorry, forward two would not consistently work, and that drove me nuts. I have been experiencing that a bit, especially like you know the interactable ground bounce thing where you hit them against the wall. Like yeah. I keep doing that with Superman, and I drop it constantly. Like I'll go for like a forward two after, and I'll drop that. And it seems, at least maybe I don't know if I need to time it better or not, but it seems like that is kind of inconsistent. Kind of like how it was, but I mean, it's, it's a concern, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, the problem was partially me in Injustice One, and I look forward to myself being partially the problem in Injustice Two. Yeah, yeah it's All not right. completely, you know, there. But did y'all want to do a quick roundtable? And oh, I'm yeah. sorry, go on. Either oh, one of y'all. No, go ahead. No, I was just say yeah. I mean, if you want to do a roundtable of who we're gonna play in the yeah, exactly. beta. Might as well. Um, Shadowloo, we'll start with you. If you were to play the beta, if you change your mind and decide Batman. you do want to sign up, Batman? Okay. Batman. There you go. Batman. All right. Redman, who have you been playing? I've been playing mainly Superman and Atrocitus. Uh, okay. I'm not going to play Supergirl. or I play Batman a bit, but not too much. But I've been mainly focusing on those two. Okay. Batman. Uh, Razor? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have a main, because what's going to happen if I do get a beta code is I'm just going to play everybody as much as possible to unlock as much gear as possible, because to me, this game is a dolly dress-up game. I'm not playing a fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> That's fine. 
Like, that's all I care about, really. Just keeping it real. It's all good. I have to, I have to when, find uh, costumes that look like the comics, and if they're not when... there, this game is shit. <laughs> Razor, when you and I get together and do this on PS4, we're we best about to have us some Batman Zurinarum batches, if you know what I'm, t- know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay? Yeah, you're laughing. You know what I'm saying. No, Purple, I, I know what you're saying. red, yellow, homeless, baseball bat. Folks, go look up the Batman of Zurinar, as written by Grant Morrison. You will thank me. I'm, I'm sure that color scheme will be in there. It'd be They would be stupid not to. <laughs> Shit is classic. All right. For me, um, I'm probably going to at least start to try and main Batman. He's who I played in Justice 1 when it first came out, as well as the demo. He's the one I had the most fun with. Obviously, later on, when we went back to Injustice 1 Temp, I tried Catwoman. When the game actually comes out, I doubt I'll stick with Batman, just because I like to try and mix it up with a little bit more exotic characters that I can't play in other games. Um, Plus, Batman... Batman's fun to me, but like I said, I kind of want to play other favorite characters. I've played Batman in the Arkham games and all that. I don't really need to play him here. Um, But with that said, in the beta, I will be trying to main Batman... But I will try Supergirl, and if she appeals to me, much like Katana, really, I started attached to Katana. If I really gravit, like really enjoy Supergirl's gameplay, and get a hang of it, then I may stick with her for the beta purposes. Don't know about full game. I doubt full game. I'd go with her, especially you know if like a Fate or even Poison Ivy turn out really well in the game. I'm definitely gonna gravitate towards them over Power Girl, even. But yeah. Just for beta purposes, I will give Supergirl a go. So, Tim, I, I guess. You. Well, the, I mean, I'm I'm partially in that boat. The Supergirl definitely is my first choice. Um, but I'm sort of the opposite. I don't want to mix it up. I was very much ready to use Shazam again. Um, and the fact I there's so every time I look up, I, I see another reason the leak list might be true. Uh, and. Like, when it comes to Shazam, I don't say it much. I don't really fangasm over the character too much. But, like, his absence is leaving me with, like, Harambee levels of sadness. I really do love that gameplay style. And that's why I don't talk about it, because it's not really the, the character I'm in love with. Although, I do like I do like Billy Batson as a character. I think he's really interesting. But, God, Shazam gameplay was so sick. I love that gameplay philosophy. Like, um, the YOLO grappler with full screen tools was just, oh, God, he was so tight. I loved him. So I'm, oh God, I'm going to miss Shazam so much. Can but... I interject? Can I interject? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Okay. So you love Shazam, right? You you really loved his gameplay and all of that. Well, how about an MKX when you were super excited to play Shinnok? You wanted to play Smoke. You ended up playing Sub-Zero. <laughs> so, That's true. And yeah. you had a blast with Sub-Zero. You ended up loving the game because of your fun with Sub-Zero. And granted, Sub-Zero is one of your favorite characters in MK in general anyways. You were just looking for any excuse to play him at that point. So you got that excuse. You tried him out. You ended up loving it. And here you are better for it. So you didn't just play a character just because you really wanted to play that character. You played a character that you just felt was a lot of fun. And yeah, maybe you would have gotten that again with Shazam. But say maybe there's a character on the roster that comes around this time. Maybe Blue Beetle for some reason has a turnaround. Maybe other characters that are yet to be announced appeal to you character-wise. Maybe Spectre makes... You know what I mean. Just somewhere down the line. Maybe it's a character you have really no interest in playing, but you just find their gameplay so fun. So there is something to be said for branching out and trying somebody new that you weren't expecting to main going into the game. 
but once you actually played them, then they became a lot of fun for you and a new favorite in that regard. So, I mean, it's not complete. I, I just hope you're not completely down just because Shazam oh, no, may not no. be. You it never just, know who you're going to main. It's true. There's I didn't expect like Katana. Bitches, you know? But now like, she's one of my favorites. Like... So. I really thought that once, like, Triborg came out, I would find myself gravitating more towards him slash them rather than Melina. Didn't happen. Didn't feel it. Yeah. Don't know what it was. Sector was my guy in 9. Meh. There you go. I mean, yeah, new I mean, game, yeah. new territory, new fun to be had with whole new style. I, I, would, I do not regret playing Katana... The only thing I regret about MKX isn't even like Cyrex or anything like that. I regret that Kenshi wasn't more to my liking style-wise than I, than I was hoping for because I was really looking forward to that game where I'd play Kenshi. Playing Kenshi for like the last two months of MK9 to me did not meet my fill. So that's the only disappointment there. But I do not regret for a second maining Katana and MKX. Katana... It was a ton of fun, and now she's easily one of my favorite characters in the entire franchise because of that reason. So I always like kind of finding finding a reason to love a character that's always been there to me, but never been a character that I've really loved. Now I can honestly say she's neck and neck with Cyrax in terms of favorite characters because I had so much fun with her in MKX. So, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, I hear you. And I, I mean, who knows? Maybe in like six months, we'll all be Scarecrow mains. We don't know. You know? Um, <laughs> I would like to invest some time in Scarecrow. That, that, that sounds like a lot of fun to me, no matter how he plays. <laughs> I'm certainly I hope, he's, I hope he's a fucking turtle. I want him to be a turtle. <laughs> I want him to be the know. zoning douche Kenshi like from MK9, just because that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Like, yeah, Watch come, come at Scarecrow, me, and now you have beetles all over you. Yeah. <laughs> just random scythes coming out of the ground everywhere. There's your dead parents right in front of you. Enjoy. <laughs> like, that, to me, would be so fucking awesome. <laughs> It'd be crazy if that's his super, but he can't change it. He has to show everyone Batman's dead parents. <laughs> covered in dead parents. Poison Covered in dead parents. Covered in dead parents. Get them away from me. My parents are dead. Get them off of me. To be fair, to be fair, there is one character other than Batman who that would actually freak out. Superman would just be going, "Why did you say that name?" Martha. on it. I'm fucking. But anyways, continue. But in short, to... yes, boob window. Power Girl is, all, I think, a really fun character to me. Um, I really don't know much about Power Girl. I just like the design, you know. Power Girl is going to be a Supergirl skin. Yeah. On it. I mean, oh, no, it, it's, it's already yeah. confirmed. But she is. Yeah. It's confirmed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm. That's they, how much they confirmed. They confirmed three. What do they call them? Premier skins. Premier skins. skins, which are their own characters, but they're skins, and it's uh, Reverse Flash for Flash. Power Girl for Supergirl and John Stewart for Green Lantern. They play, right, as enough. far as we know, they play the same, but they have their own voice acting, they have their own skin, and they have their own intro or something like that. I don't remember yeah, what else. Own dialogue for own sure. Dialogue. Yeah, dialogue. yeah, it's dialogue, voice actor, right. and their own skin. And yeah, I, I, I assume, I I assume that Power skin Girl. will have a whole set of gear to itself. One can only hope. You can't cover the window. Those <laughs> windows need no drapes, <laughs> I mean, and that's, to be that's clear, the whole character, really. You need the window. When, when I say I like the, char the character design, I'm not just talking about ass titties. Like, it's, I mean, I'm sure maybe that that's part of it, but, like, it's just a sleek design. It really works yeah, well. It is, 
it is a nicer design yeah. than Supergirl usually has. No, I agree it's... wholeheartedly. It's not all about the window. You also have the window. A lot <laughs> of it is the window. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, she's very design wise. She reminds me a lot of Miss Marvel, like outfit wise. It's just she's got the window. Yeah, the her her color scheme is better spread over her body. Like the sure. the whole white bodysuit, and then the gloves and boots are blue, and the cape is red. Yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah. Very look. Well, it it looks is... better than blue top red skirt. Yeah, I do want to say that uh, I did. I, one of the, probably one of the main reasons I want to use Supergirl is her neutral game looks really cool and very, very safe neutral. But Sonic Fox said that when he played her, she reminded him of Cassie, and that made me throw up my mouth a bit. So um, <laughs> I need to make sure that's not a thing because all this goes down the shitter, and she feels like Cassie to me. Fuck all that. But yeah. Who the fuck Hopefully not. knows nothing, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> he's been to a few tournaments. Eh. Just, just yeah, a he's a nobody. Is he even a legal adult? Yeah, I think he's so. just turned eighteen. Like... About... <laughs> I'm not even what? sure. What we're talking about. <laughs> I'm assuming Sonic Fox, but I don't even perfect. know if I heard the name. <laughs> yeah, so Supergirl, very excited. All right. Was there anything else you guys wanted to cover? Because that about does it for episode 50. So, hopefully... Atrocitus still looks like garbage. Continue. But his cat looks legit. Dexter looks awesome. So, Redman, yeah. that yeah, is I one mean... thing I didn't hear an answer on. Can you take off all that, like, random bulkiness of Atrocitus? Is he actually thinner once you get all that crap off? Or is that his base? Um, he has a base design, and you cannot remove that. But you can make him fatter if you wanted to. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the, he starts fat and gets fatter from there. Whoa, 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 Pretty whoa, much. whoa. So wait. Uh, so wait. The one that we see in the bio is his base? Pretty much, yeah. I think that so. final form. Why does it start there? <laughs> it's not like, in that yes. good Dragon Ball way either. It's, it's like level 50. <laughs> okay. I was really, yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's like a D, yeah, D gear system where you can like a piece of gear eliminates part of his like base form. I don't know. I was really hoping for just like a pure that's, Red Lantern skin form. That's but... what the whole roster needs, and you know you're not gonna get it. All right, dude. You know what he fucking looks like to me? It looks like fucking like Gozer turned him into one of those dogs, and the dog turned to stone, and he just started breaking him out, but they only got like halfway through no. it. No, that's what he fucking looks like. To no, me. you know he looks exactly. It goes from... It goes from angry red potato to the dude from Legend in point five. No, oh, no, you're all wrong. Oh, he Sorry. is, he is Satan from South Park. Saddam, Saddam, stop it, Saddam. You always do this. Satan. <laughs> He's so big and bulky, just like Satan from South Park. He's just all chest, barrel chest. It's, it's oh, a God. lot of uh, Tim Curry from Legend. Like a lot of that stacked in there, there as well. They took all the Tim Curry out of Wonder Woman and put it right into Atrocitus. See, that's <laughs> that that would actually this would actually be a way to get Kyle Rayner into a game. You take Kyle Rayner from the brief period where Parallax possessed him, and then like you totally give him the South Park Saddam Hussein voice. Hey, Atrocitus! Oh, Parallax, not now. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Take back a little bit, guys. Relax, put your feet up. Come on, buddy. Don't you want to fuck me? Come on. Come on, let me love up on. Okay. 
We need to stop now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that does it for episode 50. We'll be back with episode 51 next week, where hopefully we'll all have uh, plenty of time with the beta by that point. Um, here's hoping. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, maybe a little bit more news. Um, I think the next character reveal isn't for another week or so, week and a half. So yeah, it was 20 days on a timer on their website. Let's see if I can pull that up. I think they removed that shortly after. What, 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 what? It was just counting down to another timer anyway. It was counting down to 20 (laughs) days, but I guess that's gone now because it's just zero. Everything's zero. Whatever. Either way. In, in 20 days, there was going to be another timer. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a thing. So, anyways, um, episode 51 next week. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. I'm Black Cyborg. You guys have a good one. Take care. Remember. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding.